You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome into a hump day edition. Now, this, this will be our last edition of, uh, this week. Uh, inside the locker room, 205-342-9904 is the phone number if you'd like to get in with us this morning. No guests the first hour, so we'd love to have your phone calls. I won't have to cut you short when we get close to that 7.30 hour. Normally we have a guest banging right up against us, uh, there so we can, uh, have plenty of time to discuss anything that you guys want to discuss. Our Twitter accounts at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wemp Sanderson 1. And the email address for the show is Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone. You can send us a message on the app, uh, but you also can take us with you anywhere you go when you get that app onto your smartphone. And it's that time of year, again, guys. The honeydew list is growing and the projects are adding up. The time is right to build that new fence deck pergola you've been dreaming about. And there's no better time and there's no better product than Yellowwood brand, pressure-treated pine. Yellowwood offers the best protection from rot, fungal decay, and termite attack, so you know your project will last for years to come. Head down to that local dealer and always remember... If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. Uh, the poll last night, college football playoff rankings, Deb, no yep. change. I mean, they put Florida State 5, Washington 4, but they know Ohio State and Michigan are going to knock each other off. So that won't affect Florida State bumping up uh, if they continue to win. So they can move you one spot there knowing that somebody within the top yep. four is going to play each other. So yep. good morning. How are you? I'm doing okay. Glad you won the game uh, yesterday. Um, I thought the, the big thing in basketball was that Purdue beat Tennessee in the Maui Classic. They called it the Maui Classic, although it's on the Big Island. And then Kansas got beat. So Tennessee and, and Kansas will play each other uh, tonight. Uh, Marquette won 73-59. And uh, UAB went to uh, Middle Tennessee and won by one. Uh, but matter you still win. Oregon played Alabama A&M and cracked them pretty good, 84-54. Had a some kind of little problem with their team until their starters didn't start. Uh, he didn't really want to get into it, so we, uh, we just left alone. Kennesaw State, Barry and I, Barry and I lost a game at New Orleans. I don't know how long the shot was, Barry. How long was it? But uh, past mid, way past midcourt. It was eighty-four feet, I think. Yeah, eighty-four foot shot that beat us in a, in a game where I thought it should have been over. Uh, Kennesaw got beat uh, from 60-something feet last night on the last shot uh, over there. I say that because it's just a coach of Alabama's over there now. Um, Schedule-wise, Tennessee and Kansas will play tonight. Uh, they were the top two teams at Maui. They'll play tonight on ESPN. At, uh, not not tonight, pardon me. They'll play this afternoon at one thirty. I'm sorry. Ole Miss will play at Temple. Uh, South Carolina State goes to Missouri. Uh, Stanford plays at Arkansas and Florida goes to Pitt in basketball. So tomorrow night, 
Uh, we'll be able to see Mississippi State uh, entertain Ole Miss on a 6.30 game at ESPN if you're interested in watching sports uh, on, on Thanksgiving. Uh, outside of that, uh, that's about all. I spoke up in Huntsville last night. Got to see uh, several people. Bryce was there and so forth. So the meeting on it. Had a good visit. So that's about it. Uh, Barry hit it on the head. Uh, situation is going to change from from week to week. And we'll wait and see what Florida State does against Florida, and uh, how they how they play against Louisville uh, in the in the finals of the ACC tournament. I, uh, as you digesting your turkey and you're eating your uh, leftovers, uh, Alabama's been off for a while, so they will play uh, Friday at six o'clock. And that, that will be on channel 221, CBS Sports Network, uh, six o'clock against Ohio State, yeah. uh, in Raider Arena down in Destin, Florida. Um, I think so, it's a small gymnasium yeah, we talked about it last jun- night. Junior college. I think it seats three, four thousand. My buddy's a head coach, Steve DeMayo, at that junior college down there. Not really nice, uh, place down there. So, um, be interesting. Ohio State got beat by A&M, but they're still good. And, uh, so we'll see what happens. And then they'll play again, uh, obviously, on Saturday, I think, against winner or loser of, I believe it's Santa Clara and Oregon. But you have, may have to double-check me on that. Yes, Noah? Uh, is this what they call the Emerald Coast Classic? That is what they call the Emerald oh, okay. Coast Classic, yes. Um, so a lot of teams are playing now. Um, my favorite team to watch, Dad, uh, and I was telling my team uh, just yesterday, if I, if I had a dream of m- – my team playing like somebody I would like for my teams to play like Houston. Uh, Houston brings it every single night. So I love watching Houston play. Um, that Kansas Marquette game, I guess the coach has gotten a little bit of a scuffle. Bill Self was like unbelievable because Shaka Smart just kept running his mouth. I don't even know what happened. Do you know what happened? No, I was driving back. Yeah, uh, so I didn't see it. So it got kind of heated, uh, in there in that particular game. So, all right, we got to pick a blue plate today. Uh, yeah, uh, by the way, te- Texas has really done well in their basketball recruiting. And Shaka didn't Shaka leave there? Yeah, Shaka went uh, to Marquette. They, they've got, uh, uh, they've done a really good job in their recruiting if, if they, the kids are the kind of pl- players that, uh, they say they are five stars. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so anyway. Should be some interesting uh, games today. A lot of teams, you know, you get these games on these neutral courts, but these are these non-conference wins that you want to get uh, when sure. it comes uh, NCAA tournament time. These will be resume wins uh, for you. So uh, Purdue's good, and Alabama will play Purdue uh, later on, I guess, next yeah, month. Also Arizona. Yeah, so two really quality uh teams there so we'll, and it'll give Alabama a feel for are they one of the top teams in the country or and that'll give them a feel there. All right, the blue plate comes out today. It comes out no around eight forty five. Uh I, catch that phone there, no. Um the Booger Bear too. <laughs> I mean a lot of games there when it's rivalry week, you know, yeah. do you throw the records out the window? Uh sometimes you can, sometimes you can't Yeah, that's right. But the only problem is when you when you're Picking one, you can't sometimes. You gotta get the right one. <laughs> you gotta get the white one to throw the rivalry out the window. Um, you know, you could just go right off the bat, go right to the egg bowl on Thursday and get a, get a quick result. Uh, you got yeah. Ole Miss 
going up Mississippi State, Mississippi State, looking for a coach. Uh, I think it's 10 points now. It is 10. So how hard is that if you're the assistant at Mississippi State? You don't, you're looking for a job, uh, and you want to do a good job where you are. Uh, how hard is that to get this team? My, my question to you, Barry, is the starting quarterback for Mississippi State going to play? He played last week. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah. I thought I thought he did, but I didn't know how much. Um. So okay. All right. So the, that game is at uh, six thirty. The Egg Bowl, as they call yeah. it, uh, and then some good games on Friday as well. Uh, top twenty-five games. Yeah. You got TCU, Oklahoma. That's no factor in out for Alabama, Iowa, Nebraska. Uh, Texas, San Antonio, Tulane, Missouri, uh, right, right behind Alabama in the poll will take on Arkansas. And Arkansas has, has already well, come out and said they're going to keep their coach. Does that help? The, yeah, I, I think, yeah, the, the fans are mad about it. Are they? Uh huh. You're upset about it. I think basically they're, they're surprised. I think, um, you really can't tell whether Arkansas is ready to play because they're keeping him. I think they are because he's a nice guy. Um, or kind of a player's guy, I should say, not nice guy, but player's guy. And um, uh, Missouri is very good. You got three, you got three coaches that are going to be considered for coach of the year. And Missouri coach is one of them. And um, they played well. They've gotten just gotten by at times, but they just got by Florida in a, in a three point victory there. Um, so. Uh, Arkansas gets seven and a half, I think, in that game, and which which is uh, at home a little bit scary to me. <laughs> yeah, um, but Friday night you get it's a two TV night. Noah, you get your Alabama game on uh, basketball game on the left. That TV on the right will have Oregon State and Oregon, uh, so that is a factor there. You'd like to get Oregon out of the way. What time's the Alabama game? Uh, wh- where I didn't, I didn't huh? see it. What, where, what, I just told you that. You're I, well, listening. I know that, but I just told something in the go, and you did, did um, hear it. It's at, what did I say, 6 or 6.30 uh, on CBS Sports on Friday. Okay. Uh, so you 7.30 on Fox, Oregon Oregon State. The game's obviously in uh, Eugene, Oregon. That's a, right. Is that a 19-point game, isn't it? 13.5. Uh, 13? 13. 13. Yeah. You want some of that? It's a lot of points. Oregon can score, though. All right, uh, we'll go ahead and take the break. We've got a couple of phone calls coming in. So, Philip, give me a hold on with me. Uh, we'll get to you when we get back from break. Two men in a truck. They're at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth. But it's local, out of town, out of state. Let the professionals handle it. They'll take great care of you and your stuff. Give them a call today, 205 247 Five zero five zero as two minute truck movers who care. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks and traffic seems to be moving pretty well around the area. Now, of course, if you do see conditions folks need to hear about, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Townsend Nissan's year-end closeout is on now with discounts up to $10,000. No reasonable offer will be refused. Townsend Nissan, and I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Wednesday morning. The city of Tuscaloosa will no longer accept plastic film wrap to be recycled. 
recycled. That means residents will need to begin throwing away grocery bags, dry cleaning bags, cereal box liners, and more. The change is due to the city no longer being able to ship certain materials to China for processing. That makes it significantly more difficult to move plastic film collected by recycling crews. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news throughout the day. It's free. Don Hartley Townsquare Media, Tuscaloosa. Hi, I'm... Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky becoming partially sunny today, noticeably cooler, the high 54. Clear tonight, the low 36. Tomorrow for Thanksgiving, partly to mostly sunny, the high 57. And Friday, a mix of sun and clouds with a high of 59. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 47 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Stay up to date with the Crimson Tide, local high school sports, and Bama in the pros right here on Tide 100.9. Yellow pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. All right, get to the uh, Yellowwood hotline. Get Philip in. Good morning, Philip. Good morning. Hey, Dave. How you doing? Good. How are hey. you, buddy? Doing good. Hey, Coach Samson, I was going to ask you. Um, I thought it would be interesting to me anyway. Um, 60 years ago today, uh, JFK was murdered in Dallas. Yeah. I was just wondering, uh, do you remember what you were doing that day? Yeah, I was trying to sign Mike Norholz. Uh, Mike Norholz was a great player for us at Alabama. And I had, he had, I was driving over there. Uh, I think it was that day. I thought they were going, I thought they were going to cancel the game, but they didn't. And I went over and see, I think, I think I'm right. Mike's listening to our show in Georgia now, but I think I was on the way to sign him. Uh, Mike Norholz was a guy that, uh, for some of you uh, younger guys, was a terrific, terrific player for us. But that's that, that's a good question because I, I I'm not sure exactly if uh, it may have been the day before, but when he when he passed away or when he was shot. So it was uh, uh, that's what I was doing. I was recruiting basketball players. <laughs> sure was. Uh, wow, that's, that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, <clears throat> You know, you've mentioned this a few times, and, and I've tended to agree with you, but this this college football thing now sort of stinks. Um, I'm smelling a rat. This okay. this committee, this committee to me, Barry, is they're hell bent to me on getting a Big Ten Pac-12 matchup in the semifinal game at, at, at the Rose Bowl. Now. I may I may have a little bit too much time on my hand, but sure, I spell a rat. Uh, why? Well, I mean, they're undefeated. Uh, why shouldn't they be ranked there? Yep, I got you. I mean, where, um, where are you going to put them? Ohio State, Michigan are both eleven and zero. I mean, now they're going to knock each other off, and one of them is going to get. Uh, what I don't think is fair is well, if Alabama plays Georgia and Atlanta. And Alabama were to beat Georgia. Should Georgia fall out of the top four? Then they should fall all the way. Down. Oh, I think that's 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 the biggest concern to me as an Alabama fan. And 
will work out for Alabama. I don't, I don't think Georgia's going to fall out of the top four, four if Alabama to beat them. Yeah. And I don't care if it's a three-point win or a 14-point win. Yeah. I, um, I think it's – I, I mean, think Georgia – People are criticizing this committee, but where would you rank these? I mean, and we look at it like you got to take – the entire season. Well, you can't say we would beat Texas now. Well, you still can't disregard the second week of the season. It's there. You are well, where it was. Well, what they did, for the reason I bring it up, Barry, and I, I wouldn't have even brought it up, had what happened last night with Florida State had not have happened. Well, they, so, that, that doesn't mean anything uh, because they know – uh, if Florida State wins out, they're going to be in because they know there's going to be room because Ohio State and Michigan are going to knock each other off, and Washington and Oregon are going to have they're going to have a play-in game uh, there. So there's going to be room to put Florida State in if they win out. And the, pro- the problem you have too uh, is that th- those numbers come up the the Pac-10, the Pac Pac, and the, and the big, then then. Somebody in the Big Twelve or somebody in the SEC is going to get left out. <laughs> I mean, somebody oh, yeah. if things if the favorites win, somebody's getting left out this year. Yeah, uh, it, and it's never yeah. really happened. Just, I mean, there's been teams you thought maybe should have been there, but uh, we've never had this where we have three conferences or four conferences: uh, the SEC, the Big Ten. The ACC and the Pac-12, all with undefeated teams, this late in the season. Uh, I, also, I, well, I, I'm not the only one. I feel like if Alabama beats were to beat Georgia, that they would not be left out. I think Barry and them feel like might, they still might because of head to head. But I don't. Right. I don't think they would. If, I think, of course, if they Georgia's going to go in if, if they beat Alabama. But I, I, do you do you agree with me, or do you agree with other people? If, what was that again? If, if Georgia, Georgia, if Georgia, beat, if Georgia beats Georgia, I, I, I have said I think Alabama's in because they beat the number one team. Am I right or wrong? Well, I, you know, I, I hope you're right, but all I'm saying is it's I don't know what's going to happen, but my concern is is that Alabama would not rise enough based on where they're on the totem pole right now to get in. Well, but, but here's the problem. Just like we said, there's five teams and one's getting left out. Yeah. Well, no, there's eight teams. I know, uh, but there's five teams that are go- probably going to have, have to get down to if somebody's getting left out. Yeah. Now, now, we also seem to be confident that Florida can beat FSU, but I don't, I think, I I just, man, I don't see it. Gosh, I can't see it. Well, I may be, I may be dead wrong. I'm not picking this blue plate, but uh, uh-huh. I don't, I, I think Florida. At home, against Florida State with a lot on the line, recruiting wise and all, and, and they played pretty well against Missouri. Um, I, I, and the quarterback out, I think Florida wins. I just I, don't. I, I don't like people criticizing the committee. Like the committee will not be right. Somebody's going to be mad uh, in the situation and feel like sure. they were left out. Um, you know, you can't disregard. The second week of the season just happened to be Texas that Alabama lost to. You can't disregard it. Uh, you can't just say, well, who's the best now? Well, there might be a three-loss team that's better than people. Now, you have to take the entire body of work, and you have to rank them now. Could Alabama schedule differently and not play Texas? Well, I guess hindsight, yeah, they did that. They would be. They'd probably be sitting there number two right now if they would have played Texas State instead of Texas, but it is what yeah. it is. Well. 
Alabama better smear uh, Wisconsin next year. Yeah, and they need to smear. Uh, I tell you what, Alabama doesn't need to do. They don't need, they don't to, need to, 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 they don't need to go down to Auburn and let it be a fourth quarter game where they have to pull one out of the fire when Auburn just got destroyed by New Mexico State. Now that's not going to look good to that committee. They need to go down there and lay the wood to Auburn. Uh, they're, they're, yeah. you need style points now, uh, not just win. Oh, I, I agree, Barry. I'm going to 100% agree with you on that. And, yeah, it can't be a 24-19 to 19 game. Yeah, well, you're on a drive there late in the fourth quarter well, to beat this Auburn team. It all depends on the Alabama-Georgia game. Yeah. If they beat Auburn. So, thank so, you. When will y'all be making your predictions on the Iron Bowl? Today. Today? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, look, hey, it's been fun talking to you today, and I hope the Samson family has a fantastic Thanksgiving and Y'all have a fun time. Thank you. Thank Bill. you. Talk appreciate you your soon. call. Appreciate, appreciate your call. Yep. All right. Uh, back up to the Yellowwood hotline. Get Joe in. Good morning, Joe. Hey, Joe. Morning. Morning. Hey, y'all asked Oates great question the other day. I want to brag on both of y'all for that. You asked him, what was your biggest surprise when you came into the SEC? You remember his answer? Yeah, teams teams that didn't play as fast as he thought they would. Slowness. Great athletes, but slowness of play. Uh, Wimp, I know you didn't get to see it last night. Barry, did you get to see Tennessee and Purdue? I had it on. I was watching uh, tape on, but I had it on. I didn't. They say the officiating was was not very good in that game, Joe. What did you think? Oh, I, I don't want to get into that. Okay. Especially after Kansas and Marquette. I don't want to waste our time on that. Yeah. Hey, uh, did you hear? Oh, so you had the volume cut off. You, you didn't hear what Jay Billis said about I did not. Rick Barnes. No. Okay. He said that Rick had told him he had went back to the Farley Dickinson game. You know, that's who upset him in the first round last year and really looked at that game. Well, I got to give Rick credit last night. He took 30 threes. And that may be the most he's ever taken at Tennessee. And he's brought in the graduate transfer, the white kid that's uh, supposed to be a three-shooting phenomenon. And he had a decent game. But get this, Tennessee goes 8 of 30 from three points. Hmm. Purdue goes 4 of 15. They both shoot 26.7% from three. But Rick gets beat four. But here's the difference. Rebounds, 44 to 31 for Duke. But for him to still be in the game, the threes were the difference. Barry, we played Winfield, JV, and we had five athletes that were better than four of the athletes on Winfield's team. But Winfield had three kids that could shoot threes. And when they shot the ball, you knew they were shooters. You know, I'm talking about their form. Yeah, sure. They spread their legs, their follow-through, everything. They beat us. Now, this is a JV game, ninth and tenth graders. And the score was 57 to 51. They made seven three-pointers. We made zero. It was the difference in the ball game. Every time we pulled away from them, they would make a three and then make another one, and it kept them in the game. Yeah. And then at the end of the game, 
you know, hey, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You see it every day. You yeah. know exactly what I'm talking about. But Rick is changing his game, and I think that's the one thing that's kept Rick Barnes out of the Final Four is his slowness of play, and he had the better athletes last night. Right, I'm going to flip it on you and ask you this. Can you get – I mean, you can get there. Can you win the national championship playing like Alabama plays, fast like that? When the NCAA tournament, it a lot of times turns into a half-court grind, i.e. San Diego State is more of a grind, and yeah. you've got to execute your offense because the pressure of the game, the season's on the line, those threes don't fall, the, the game gets more physical. Can you win a national championship playing Alabama style? In your San opinion? Diego State was stronger and bigger than us, and that was the difference in the ball game. So and that's what Nature's got to match up. Right? It's about matchups, exactly. Yeah. That's it. They were just bigger and stronger. But if you don't play fast, you don't give yourself a chance to win. There's two two sides to that. You agree? Yeah, I get uh, that style works. Uh, but when you get to the NCAA tournament and then turns into a half court grind, it's like the. NBA playoffs, you know, that game slows down a lot. Teams, you know each other inside and out. Then you got to be able to really execute and make plays. And, uh, it's, there's a difference between postseason and regular season for sure. Uh, but you yeah. agree. Yeah. Well, but you, you got a big guy like You can't shoot the three ball. Athleticism goes away because you just play off of guys that are real athletic. You just zone them. And so there's nowhere for those guys to go. So you take their athleticism away. If they can't shoot the ball, so. But you have more longer rebounds. Yeah. And when you got a big guy under there that's seven foot four, and he's a, you know, you got to take him out of the game. He doesn't get what the long ones. He doesn't get the long ones. Yeah, the, the, the whole game, the whole game of basketball, basically for so many people, it is layup layups off the break and threes. The, the game between the game between the threes and, and the basket is is less a lot less by people. Uh, you have to be very very careful uh, who is who is hot and who's not. In my opinion, you you can't just let everybody fire it up. Uh, if Alabama ever had a chance to win the national championship, it was last year. That was their best opportunity, being a number one seed and getting the break that they got. And it, and they couldn't, but they're still darn good, and they'll be a good. They'll be good again this year. Well, I'm going to make this point right here, and this is what sells tickets. Wimp's most noted player is Robert Ory, Big Shot Bob. Y'all agree with that statement? Well, because the seven rings, sure. Yeah. And how many how many shots did he make to get those seven rings? And they were threes. A lot of big. But like I said, Barry, the first thing it sells tickets. Yeah, you agree no, with that? No, no doubt. And then people and it recruits because people yeah. want to play that style. That's the thing. It does. It. Your grandmother thinks she can shoot threes. Yeah, it recruits. Good. Yeah. So thank you, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Thank y'all. All right, let's get uh, we'll get down here to the Yellowwood Hotline and get Bryce in. Good morning, Bryce. Morning, Bryce. Good, good morning, Barry. Uh, I I had a, a a great time. Your dad is a, a stand up guy. You know, I I bought a book from him, and uh -huh. he he after he'd come back over there, he had already signed it. He said I forgot to put your name on it, so he put my name on the book. Did he? Now, 
my advice to you, you need to realize how lucky you are to have your your dad as your dad. And you need to be a lot nicer to him. <laughs> Am I not nice to him? No, you're not. Uh, but because he is a stand-up guy, and he's funny, too, we all he? believe it or not. Funny? Oh, yeah, he told some good jokes last night. He had, the best one is... <laughs> Is the one about Taylor Swift. What did he say? He, he said, do you think her and uh, I, the, the Kels, guy Charles Kelsey. Kelsey are getting married? Well, we <laughs> came back we, we came back from a pause at the Ask Questions, Barry, and yeah. we have a lot of ladies in the audience. And yeah. I said, you know, for the ladies, I need to ask you something that you can answer. And so that's what I did. Uh. How was it, Bryce? Did you enjoy it? it? Oh, I enjoyed it. But you're right about that place that's up, that's up on top of the hill. And uh, we and uh, your dad, used up there talking to the mayor of Huntsville, you know, maybe your future governor, you know, Mr. Uh, Battle. Battle. You know, to, yeah. He, uh, they was a, uh, yeah, and Scott Griffin, um, he was, he did good too. He was a good guy. Yeah. And, um, you know, I had, I'd heard uh, Gary. That's Gary's buddy. I'd heard it, Gary talk about him before. Yes, and, that's uh, good guy. I did not know until I listened to y'all last night what y'all talked about yesterday on the radio because uh, I have to go to work at seven thirty, and uh, and I listen to y'all on podcast at night, you know, to get what mm-hmm. I miss. Mm-hmm. And hey, guess who calls me when I'm when I'm when I'm there sitting at the table. Cowboy. Eating my salad. Cowboy. Oh, yeah. He, he want to know, he want to know your dad's blue plate. Like Cowboy. Cowboy's got this, so we didn't pick the chip. So. Uh, that, that's what I told him. I said that, uh, and it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting one this, this week too. But Barry, you play any more this week? I played Thompson at noon today, and then we got a week break and played probably the... How good are they? We probably play the best team in the state next Thursday at home. We play Austin and Decatur, who just beat Buckhorn, who won the 6A state championship. Yeah, I heard Austin was good. Yeah, uh, Austin's I, really good. Buckhorn's got that kid that plays for uh, Team USA, too, best player in the state. Austin beat them by 10. I don't know who did my schedule. I wasn't very smart doing my schedule, Bryce. But. Well, Austin uh, is about two miles right behind me where I live at. Yeah. yeah. Well, they have, go, they have go, a nice school down there. Go flatten their bus tire next Thursday morning. Put a, put a little well, mail tire. I would probably do that for you, babe. Nah, but you can't be telling everybody because I don't. Go. There we go. I never thought I would like doing time, so that's why I never did anything to get any time. All right. We got to get to work. That's the way I always was. Thank you. I appreciate you, Barry. Thank you. All right. All right, Royal Cleaners, we got, got a couple calls holding their digger. Tom, hold on, we'll get to you. We get back. Royal Cleaners, they want to make life easy for you. They'll come to you, pick up all the cleaning, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back. You got to drop off University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, and North Porter, 4851 Rice Mine Road. Give them a call today for all your cleaning needs. It's 205 391 0034. You're listening to 100.9 SC Home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. The traffic seems to be moving pretty well around the area. Now, of course, if you do see conditions folks need to hear about, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Townsend Nissan's year-end closeout is on now with discounts up to $10,000. No reasonable offer will be refused. Townsend Nissan, and I'm Captain Ray. 
Built to win. Touchdown, Alabama! Built for championships. Throws intercepted Alabama. Built by Bama. Alabama is still Alabama. Join us Saturday as the Crimson Tide battle Auburn in the 88 Iron Bowl in the season finale. Our coverage begins at 11.30 on your home for Alabama football. Brought to you by Birmingham Racecourse. BirminghamRacecourse.com. You can be a winner, too. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Rest your treated pine from Great Southern Wood. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. All right, get to the Yellow Wood hotline. Get Digger into the show. Good morning, Digger. Hey, Digger. You there? Digger, we had Digger on hold, but I had to get the other guy. Digger gone? Digger called back. Uh, maybe Digger's uh, trying to figure out why Texas is uh, only not in top four already. All right, uh, back to the Yellowwood Hotline. Get Tom in. Good morning, Tom. Hey, Tom. Good morning, Barry. Good morning, Coach. How are y'all? We're good, We're man. Okay. Uh, and and you won yesterday. Who did you beat yesterday? Now I lost track. Uh, we played. I think they're seven eight. Chelsea. Uh, they, okay. That guy did a really good job there. They ran really good stuff. They were hard to guard. So uh, we uh, finally got broke. Broke the dam in the fourth quarter. We were actually down one going in the fourth quarter to end up. Uh, we actually held them to 13 points the second half, so our defense played much better in the second half, and we ended up winning by 12, I think. Good. Good for so, you. Uh, so you got one loss so far. Yeah, we're I think it's five and one right now. Yeah. <clears throat> well, good. Uh, now, let me get this straight, too. Uh, you said Austin's coming to Northridge next Thursday. Yes. That will be at night. That'll be at 7.30. Okay, well, that's the game I'm going to try to come to now. Okay. Oof, Tom, you're gonna, I hope you don't judge my coaching on that game. Woo! Those boys are good. Well, not, you know, uh, <laughs> I, 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 hate to, I hate to be repetitive, but I so enjoyed the team that you had last year so much. Uh I thought you did a great job, and I really enjoyed that team. And uh, uh, when y'all came over here a couple of times, and, and uh, like I said, uh, they were fun to watch. Well, thank so, you. Thank I you. I think you did a good job with them. And uh, and I, yeah, I'm looking forward to coming to to see Austin uh, and see how how you do. That's going to tell a lot about what's going on with you this year. Yeah, they beat Buckhorn last night. Buckhorn's a defending six A champ. Um, and they've got the kid that everybody in the country is recruiting, Buckhorn. Does. I think he's just a sophomore as well. So I think they may play Huntsville today in the championship up there in Huntsville, that Huntsville tournament. So what else you got, Tom? Uh, well, uh, listen, I, I was calling in. I want to go back to a subject that was brought up yesterday, and that's this subject about uh, is this Coach Saban's last Iron Bowl? And uh, – and, and so you and, uh, and I want to tell y'all this too. I, the main reason I call in was to tell y'all, I hope y'all have a really nice Thanksgiving and, uh, I hope things go well and you enjoy yourself and all that. So I, I hope your holiday is really good. But, uh, I also wanted to say that I'm so disappointed y'all getting on the radio and popping off, uh, such and such told me 
that, and he knows, but I'm not going to tell anybody anything. <laughs> and then here you come, well, I called Kevin, and me and Kevin called. I didn't think and he call. said, I said, and, and the same thing. And uh, he said, and I said, but I'm not going to tell anybody anything about what I found out. What kind of crap is that? Well, I did it. I was I was the one that did it. Yeah, get on him. He's the one that brought it up. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, I was the one that did it, and I did it to uh, stir up our audience. Well, you stirred me up. But uh, I also did it because the person that told me that he was going to go go and wanted to shake his hand. Sometimes. Yeah, that's one I'm talking about right there. That's who I want. I want. Yeah, he finds that he finds out sometimes. Not not as much as I do, because I'm on top of things pretty good. But he, sometimes the, the information gets around, um, and this guy was this guy was an opponent of Alabama, really? and uh, and so I just threw that out. And it's in fact I threw it out last night at, at Huntsville. Why are you doing this? Because I wanted to. Did it stir you up, Tom? Yeah, yeah. He's, I'm, I'm aggravated because he don't trust us enough to give us the sources <laughs> to his story, and he knows he knew what he was doing when he thought about it, and now he's got us all up in the well, air. We're just trying to, Tom. You know, sometimes you can't give out your sources. One, two, we're trying to prepare y'all for what might be coming, so you have time to deal with That's it. That's right. Well, I, I could mean, give out my. I mean, you're you're not the only one that listens to the show. If I say it, 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 I, I can't give out my sources, I'd be I'd be shot. We're just trying to get you <laughs> get your mind right, so you enjoy I, these next few. Games. Hey, I, hey, Tom, you tell our listeners yeah. how long you think Coach will uh, Coach will, uh, will Coach. How much longer he'll coach at Alabama? Yeah, yeah. You tell tell me. Oh, coach, I, I don't know. I don't want to speculate that. I, I like how you do it. You bring it up. We argue. And <laughs> we get all up in the air and everything. We have fun with it. Well, you were mad like, when I you like call. You're getting happier now. Huh? <laughs> you were kind of you were kind of aggravated when you called, but you, oh, now no, you're no, not, okay. now. When I throw the question I'm, to you, I'm, you don't I'm, you don't want to answer it. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> But uh, I, I love the show. I like I like for you bring stuff up there, and I, I like to holler and scream like a yeah. big. But uh, anyway, uh, I, I just here's, what, here's what Tom though. So he did it. Kevin and I talked about it. We right. text about it. But you're blaming me no, for no, no, what no. he hold did. I, I'm out, Mister Barry. Mister <laughs> Barry, hold on. You see, I this did that. No, you, like you, I'm you, the villain uh, here. I didn't Kevin, do it. Kevin, Here's what Scarbinski said. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Well, then, Kevin's smart now about that. He, he, and he's uh, right. Yeah, well, I mean, he knows Coach inside and out. Yeah. Uh, you know, he covered him and everything else. They got a great relationship. No, he don't know and me so, inside and out. I, I raised I so much came with him when he was, when he was right. You, you can't believe it. <laughs> Well, there, there's things you can learn about somebody that fusses at you. Now, my boss, he'll he'll go off on me, and I learn something about him every time I turn around. So, but uh, but we're still friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, so uh, anyway, uh, I, I appreciate it. But I, I, you know, I'm I'm like everybody else. I sure would like to know where all that comes from, so I can make a judgment for myself. <laughs> 
Yeah. So well, you, you've, you've, made, you've, made, you've made a judge. Here's your judgment. I, your, your judgment is I'm not sure what he's saying, and that's good when, you, when no, you're not he, sure yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I believe you, you see, because you got credibility in my book. <laughs> But do I want to believe it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. All right. So y'all, y'all have a good holiday. You Thank you. You too. Favorite. You too, Tom. And uh, y'all, y'all uh, see you Monday. I appreciate it. Thank right. you. Thank you, Tom. Um, so you made Tom man, but somehow Tom turned that on me. I, yeah, he I, did turn that on you. He did, well, he does that. Yeah. I, I take the punishment for you all the time. Oh, you never take any punishment for me. You're always fussing me about something. No, Bryce no. is right. Bryce is right about what you said about no, me. If I wasn't picking on you, I'll pick on you. So, uh, all right, we got an app message says, uh, this is from Pauly. Um, and I need to pull up, um, Oregon's schedule here for Pauly. Uh, he's, Pauly, I guess, I don't know if Pauly is a male or a female. I guess I can go either way. But the one that irritates me is Oregon, talking about the ranking and the committee, who has no wins over ranked teams being ranked above Texas and Alabama. In my opinion, it should be six Texas, seven Alabama, eight Oregon. Is Paulie right about that? Should Oregon, and I guess they're going on the eye test because they've blown people out. Uh, Oregon, let's look at their wins here. Um, they beat Portland State, Texas Tech on the road. They beat Hawaii. They beat uh, Colorado, who's no good. They beat Stanford. Uh, they lost at Washington. They beat Washington State. They beat Utah. Now, Utah's ranked. Uh, they beat Cal, USC, and Arizona State. Based on that schedule, should Alabama and Texas be ahead of Oregon that with a close loss at Washington, but no other? Uh, they win at Utah. They beat Utah, guys, 35-6 to <laughs> at Utah. Well, can you compare those those wins with Georgia's wins on their schedule? Is beating Utah at Utah bigger than beating Ole Miss or Tennessee at home if you're Alabama? I would say yes. That's a better win, right? At Utah, 35-6? Yeah, I think it is. Is beating Southern Cal better than beating, because Southern Cal's not having a great year. Uh, is that better than beating, I don't know, Kentucky or uh, whoever that else Alabama's beat? Uh, I hear what uh, they're saying there, but I, I don't think you can punish, you know, USC should have been, should be a top 10 team. Well, they're not. Do you punish Oregon? I, I'm not going to be surprised, Barry, if Oregon is not in the Final Four. Well, they they may have the Heisman Trophy winner on their team. Yeah, Bo Nix, Bo yeah. Picks. So they they got a chance to beat at Washington, and I think they probably will. And if they do, they're in. Yeah, uh, but provided they win this weekend. Yeah. All right, yeah. uh, right. all right. We'll take the break here. Black Wednesday, uh, Alabama one's got Black Wednesday going. It started right now, so you can go ahead and get in one day only. <laughs> Uh, deal on auto loans, special rate on CDs. Uh, you can also earn earn on your checking plus uh, a chance to win there as well on the SN checking account. You got the six for six CD and the loan sales currently going on right now. So go to www.alabama1.org for all their different products and services. Phone lines are back open 205-342-9900. 
you listen to Tide 100.9 is the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks and traffic seems to be moving pretty well around the area. Now, of course, if you do see conditions folks need to hear about, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Townsend Nissan's year-end closeout is on now with discounts up to $10,000. No reasonable offer will be refused. Townsend Nissan, and I'm Captain Ray. Catch Christian and Corey Miller every weekday here on Tide 100.9. Coming up on the Miller's Edge on Wednesday, we rush around the SEC. It is rivalry week, and we'll look at all the rivals of the SEC. Plus, take your phone calls, and we'll get your predictions on this Wednesday. Right here on the Miller's Edge on the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tune in 11 to noon to hear Christian and Corey Miller break down everything from college to the pros on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama sports. Yeah. It's done. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky becoming partially sunny today, noticeably cooler, the high 54. Clear tonight, the low 36. Tomorrow for Thanksgiving, partly to mostly sunny, the high 57. And Friday, a mix of sun and clouds with a high at 59. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 48 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Did you miss any episode on Tide 100.9? Don't worry. All of our shows can be found on Spotify and Apple Music and on demand on the Tide 100.9 app. Yellowwood pressure treated pine from Great Southern going to build that fence deck to Perkley. Go to yellowwood.com, put your zip code in, you can find the dealer that is closest to you. All right, let's look real quick at the SEC slate. Uh, Matt, it's unbelievable. This is the last uh, weekend of regular season for college football. It seems like it. Uh, we have the countdowns going on to when the season starts, and all of a sudden, Noah, you blink, and the season is coming to an end, uh, the regular season, that is. I hadn't heard a ton of talk about uh, the coaching carousel really or i guess maybe we don't have a coach going here i'm sure to talk a lot about it in texas but Ole miss mississippi state yeah. um the line's 10 there have you heard much about mississippi state first of all in the coaching rumors there at all and uh lane kiffin might be a guy this might be his last egg bowl uh if he were to move on from Ole miss just your thoughts about the coaching situation here and will this be lane kiffin's last uh egg bowl at Ole miss well, if they're if they're waiting on Lane to get if they're waiting on Lane, then of course they're naturally waiting for tomorrow night to get over with uh, behind the scenes publicly. Uh, I, I I haven't heard anything on the state job. I I got two or three recommendations myself, but I don't know what they're going to do there. I think they need to get an offensive minded guy, a guy with a lot of personality. Myself, um, and, I, and I don't know whether the, the choices from what I can gather are to for uh, A&M is to flip back to somebody who has A&M connections that's in the pros, about two ki- two guys there, or, or Lane Kiffin. Or, um, um, outside of that, I have no idea. I thought, I thought Lane Kiffin for a while has kind of died down. Maybe it's died down because of this game tomorrow night. Yeah, I, I don't know about the going to the pros. Uh, by the time they figure out transfer portal NIL, how all that stuff works. I'm, I'm telling you right now, Barry, 
you when you go when you come in for the NIL, you have no idea how tough the recruiting is. So you're mean, right. Can't be the a recruiting pro is head, hard, boy. Can't be a pro head coach. They're gonna leave your job right in the middle of the year. I tell you right now, the recruiting is is going to be a booger bear when you come in for the NFL because you have no idea. Uh, money, money is the name of the game in recruiting now. Uh, Paulie did call back on the, or put back in that, that Utah is no longer ranked. Uh, no longer ranked, but still going to Utah and winning 35 to 6, uh, it's quite a. Yeah, Utah plays a, hard, boy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Friday, Missouri, uh, Eli Drinkowitz, uh, should he be SEC coach of the year? Uh, they are currently 9 and 2, 5 and 2 in the SEC. Uh, they're going to Arkansas and Missouri is a seven and a half point favorite. Uh, I can Wait. see Arkansas winning that game. Catch that phone there. Uh, no, I can see Arkansas winning that game there. Uh, when you're, when you're, when you're not ranked and you're supposed to be in the middle of the, of the pack or below and you're not, that's when you have a, be a candidate for coach of the year. When you're, when you're, your expectations are low, but your play is high. Then that that gives you a chance to be voted on for for when you have uh, when you have Georgia and everybody consider Georgia has good players they don't have the kind of players they had two years ago but because they've done what they've done and that naturally the number one team in the nation he's going to be considered and the third person to be considered will be Coach uh, Saban and, and that was because the, the expectation factor got real low at the beginning when they got beat by Texas. Everybody was complaining. All of a sudden now, they've coached them better because they've been winning. They've got them better. They've coached them. So he, those, one of those three will get it. All right, let's get to the uh, Yellowwood hotline, get Digger back in. Good morning, Digger. Hey, Digger. Well, <clears throat> by the way, Saban is underachieved this year. You were ranked number three in the nation. Now you're eight. What do you mean underachieved? Underachieved. No. Digger, take a hike. Saying, you had a, I mean, look at the talent on that team. My goodness, you're the most talented. Well, how the, how the name of Pete would you let Oklahoma beat y'all in, in the biggest well, game of the year? They had a bunch of unknown receivers, new coordinators. They've lost one game. Uh, they've gotten better as the year's going to have. Is he underachieved? You were number three in the nation at the time. Who buys that? Nobody buys that. Well, okay. Real quick, it is understood that Texas A&M will have their coach by next Saturday. Who okay, is who is the two front runners? Is Trailer and Lipo from Kansas? Okay. Elko is still in the mix. Okay, and they like this guy from Arizona. Uh, he's the uh, there's five being considered, but front runner is Trailer. Would you yeah, would you hire would, would you hire? Uh, he's a big name in the state of Texas. He's yeah. not a big name outside the state of Texas. No, uh, but no. he 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 knows he's known by all the Texas people. Would that be a good hire? Yes. You're a Texas fan, so you want him well, to have a the bad. The point one. I'm trying to make is he is the number one recruiter in the state of Texas. Okay. He has all of the Texas ties to the head football coaches to the high school level. It is considered gold to have okay. this guy. Sarkeesian has been trying to get him on the staff simply to keep him away from A&M. 
And I'm being dead serious about that. He can't do it because he's a head coach. So, I mean, it's just like, I'm telling you, it will be the worst hire in the world for A&M, according to Texas, because they've always wanted him on the staff. He is a good hire. Trust me. Okay, now, they granted, must be a bad hire. like you said, you like it. Like you said, they want a coach that can coach. End of the story. You know, and I've given my time. All right, let me ask you. Let me ask you this: How do you like your head coach at Texas? He's fine. Okay, he's shown improvement. Okay. Okay, he's never won ten games. He's finally done it. Okay. He's improved from last year. It's been a steady improvement, and Lord, has he brought in the recruit. What's a We're better? Very what's, happy with what's a better job, Texas or Texas A and M? Oh, Texas by a long shot. Now that they're in the SEC, Texas. now that they're in the now that they're in the SEC, it's a long shot. It was the other way around because they, I don't know why, but they feel the recruits feel the need to go play in the SEC because that's the best football in the country. Is you know, Lane Kiffin that's not, their is path Lane to Kiffin, the NFL? Is Lane Kiffin not even a candidate for Texas A and M? Oh hell no! <laughs> that is the worst coach. I swear, y'all think he's a, he's a wonderful coordinator. He's nine and he two at Ole, at Ole Miss. He's a coach. He's going to be ten and two at Ole Miss. For the and what was he last year? I mean, he he, he just he gets blown out. Well, who who are you play? Who will you play in the in the championship game? Oh, for the Big Twelve. And I don't want to do it, but it's going to be Oklahoma State. It is? That knucklehead coach, too. He finds a way. How did he lose to South Alabama 33-7? Right, right. He he was pulling that crap that y'all were doing. He was trying to find a quarterback, and he started three quarterbacks, and he finally settled on one, and he got two losses because of that. He finds a way. He's not a dummy of a coach. I'm telling you, he's a pain in the ass. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. All right, Dick, I'm going to look for trailer to be the coach then, according to you. Right. Your blue play, well, yeah. Texas by four scores. This is a very personal game. A lot of things were said last year. It was ugly. Overtime win for Tech in 100-degree weather, and they rubbed it in all year long. They want payback. That's your blue plate. I'll let you go. Thank you. Uh, Thanks. Yeah, Thanks, Digger. So that's uh, Texas Tech at Texas line 12. Nine. Digger might be on to something there. That's some hatred there between Texas Tech. They'll put an extra two scores on. Oh, Are they playing at Texas? It's at Texas. Uh, and that's on Friday. It's, what's, the, uh, what's the line on that game? 12 and a half. Texas Tech is currently 6 and 5 and 5 and 3 in the Big 12. Texas ten and one. Now Texas needs style points too. They, you know they they got Alabama nipping. Oh, they're gonna try to run it up. I don't. I ain't worried about that. They yeah, Digger, you might have given me my dessert plate if he done picked out of his blue plate uh, yeah. right there. Um, I'm thinking looking at one other one. I would right, we'll take this top of the hour break. We'll roll down to Skyland Boulevard. See what Justin's doing down there. We'll talk to Bill Cameron eight fifteen. We'll find out what the mood is down on the plains. Uh, have they gotten over that loss? Uh, are they? Ready for the Alabama Crimson Tide to come in and can crazy things happen in Jordan Hare, uh, this year? You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports.
Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks, and traffic seems to be moving pretty well around the area. Now, of course, if you do see conditions folks need to hear about, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Townsend Nissan's year-end closeout is on now with discounts up to $10,000. No reasonable offer will be refused. Townsend Nissan, and I'm Captain Ray. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a Town Square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. You don't want to miss... From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles... Here's Eddie Garcia. In the latest college football rankings, the top three remains the same, Georgia, Ohio State, and Michigan, but we do have a new final playoff team. The number four spot goes to Washington. Huskies overtake Florida State. The Seminoles drop down to number five. Oregon, Texas, and Alabama hold the six, seven, and eight spots. Those are all one-loss teams. The other teams are undefeated. NFL news, the Pittsburgh Steelers fired offensive coordinator Matt Canada, replaced him with quarterbacks coach Mike Sullivan. NBA games of note, Lakers defeat the Jazz 131-99. Lakers are 4-0 in in-season tournament play and have clinched their division. Pacers outscore the Hawks 157-152. Uh, the Pacers have uh, won their in-season tournament division as well with a 3-0 record. College basketball top-ranked Kansas loses to fourth-ranked Marquette 73-59. Number two, Purdue, a winner over seventh-ranked Tennessee 71-67. It'll be Marquette against Purdue in the Maui Invitational Championship. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. We're in the 8 o'clock hour. Phone lines will be open 205-342-9904. We're going all-state insurance agent Andrew Knifer. Andrew is my agent. Let him become yours. I did 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Norport. Give Andrew and his staff a call. They will set you right up. 205-722-920. We're going to go to the Andrew Knifer Facebook page. All right, we're going to go down to Skyland Boulevard. We're going to talk a little... Tuscaloosa Toyota. You go to TuscaloosaToyota.com uh, for uh look at the new inventory, the used inventory if you want to schedule a service. Well, we got Justin Troll on with us this morning. Good morning, Justin. How are you? Hey, Justin. Man, I'm doing good, guys. How are you guys doing? We're, We're okay. We're good. Uh, tell us what's going on with Tuscaloosa Toyota this week. Yes, we got a lot of a lot of amazing deals. Toyota kicked off the Toyota Thon a week ago, and you know when they kick that off, that means there's a lot of incentives, a lot of Great deals at Tuscaloosa Toyota right now. You can get the best price um, right off the jump. And we, like I say, every week we price our cars to sell them, not what we hope to get, and we're not in love with any of them. So this ties in um, kind of, you know, we always price our cars accordingly, but now that we've got these incentives from Toyota, special interest rates with a bunch of our products, and we're able to price everything real aggressive, so you'll be able to find that. And it's right there on our website, right there at TuscaloosaToyota.com. One of the vehicles I want to talk about this morning that we've talked about uh, many times is the Grand Highlander. That thing is, oh my goodness, it's taking off, Barry. This is a this is a vehicle that that we can show and it covers a lot of bases. And you don't have to go to a minivan, you don't have to go to a big SUV. It covers all the bases as far as cargo space, leg room on the third row, and it's really nice. And we've got it in stock right now. 
um, at Tuscaloosa Toyota. Yeah. Um, I, I I went to work on some of the things I was trying to get done with you, uh, and I think I got maybe got it figured out. Uh, the Toyotas. Barry, you hear that? Yeah. Well, I hope I ain't got it completely figured out. But Toyotas are, are big time. They're, 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 you have to learn exactly what to do, and and uh, I'm a slow learner. But uh, when you <laughs> learn what to do, when you learn what to do, then it really pays off. I'm still learning, to be quite yeah. honest with you. But uh, um, you know, I'm sure I'm sure that uh, business is good, and I, and I know from what you do, it. Uh, but you say it's really good. Well, and, and that's one thing, you know, in, in a week where tomorrow's Thanksgiving, you know, we just want to be, you know, we want to show our appreciation and our thankfulness for our loyal customers because um, if you look around, you know, we, we average somewhere between, you know, 280 and 350 car sales every single month. And if you start looking at our market size in comparison to other places in the Birmingham, Huntsville areas, Mobile areas, we do really good for for our market, and I think one of the reasons that that we do business like we do is is the service before, during, and after the sale. You know, a lot of times you'll buy a car and you don't find out really what it's about until you have to visit people's service departments and such as that. But we make it we make it easy from the from the beginning all the way to the meet and greet, all the way through the process to the close where you have to come and service it with us. But you know, when you get on there on TuscaloosaToyota.com, make it easy to navigate, start any kind of process you want to. You know, whether it be, you know, servicing a car, renting a car, buying a car, all the way throughout your service appointments. You know, a lot of our vehicles have four years, 45,000 miles. You know, all your services come with them, and you get to experience the service department at Tuscaloosa Toyota, which is second to none. So it's not just about buying the car you spend a lot of your time dealing with our service department, and it is second to none. And I think that's why we have a loyal customer base and where people buy from us, you know, over and over and over and, and allows us to sell those hundreds of cars every single month. Uh, Justin, uh, other than the Grand Highland, you guys got uh, a ton of trucks. You got the Toyota Camrys. You got a lot of options out there uh, for for different people. You, got, you also have, you know, some used options out there. You guys will... Uh, buy someone's car there when they come in or, or a trade in there. Just talk about the process, how all that works. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not just the new car sales, it's, it's used car sales. I mean, I'm selling a car today. Somebody's coming to pick up one today that's like $9,000. I mean, a car, a Camry with a, with 140,000 miles on it. And, and, and those, everybody knows a Toyota. So, so that car, um, when you buy that car, you you automatically know that hey even though a Toyota with 130,000 miles a lot of people say that car is just broke in so we <laughs> sell cars that are $9,000 all the way to you know $60,000 so it's not just about the new cars it's about our used cars we run them through the shop service them from the ground up and uh make that experience and here's the deal Barry most all of our used cars have a lifetime warranty on the powertrain that does not require you to ever bring it back to our dealership Wow. Well, Justin, we want to wish you and your family a happy Thanksgiving. I know you guys uh, enjoy some family and uh, got a lot football, basketball, a lot to, lot to watch this week. So we look forward, we appreciate our partnership with you guys. Look forward to talking to you next week. Uh, we'll see what happens this weekend. Big weekend in college football. Yeah, it is a kind of make or break weekend this weekend and next weekend. We'll see how it goes. Looking forward to the to the blue plate, I think we hit last week. Am I am I correct? We did. 
We did. Was it Georgia Tech? It was. Yeah. And they had yeah. to Wimp called me. Wimp called me last week. We had a long conversation not only about his car, but how he dissected the Georgia Tech. He said people's going to think I'm crazy, but he studies up. It's a, it was a good pick, and I know it'll be a good one this yeah, week. Yeah, he, he had to go to the fourth quarter to win it. So he yeah, had four yeah. quarters. Yeah, it, so. didn't, it didn't look good for a while. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Hey, the end result, that's why they play all four. Yeah. Yeah. But look, guys, I, I hope y'all, I, I, I enjoy y'all, our relationship with y'all, and, and I hope you guys have a good Thanksgiving. And if anybody needs anything, they can give us a call or, or shop us right there at TuscaloosaToyota.com. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Justin. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thank All you. All right. Go to TuscaloosaToyota.com. I'll get to break here. We'll get Bill Cameron. We'll find out the mood down on the plains. You're listening to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky becoming partially sunny today, noticeably cooler, the high 54. Clear tonight, the low 36. Tomorrow for Thanksgiving, partly to mostly sunny, the high 57. And Friday, a mix of sun and clouds with a high at 59. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 48 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room right here on Tide 100.9. Wayne's Pest Control has served over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 19. 73, let the great folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Give them a call, 866-WAYNES-1, and get $60 off your initial pest control service. All right, get to the Wayne's 1 hotline. He's with ESPN 106.7. The drive down in Auburn, Opelika. Bill, have you had more talk this week about what happened against New Mexico State or about the Iron Bowl uh, this week? What's been the talk down on the plains this week? Yeah, maybe today we'll actually talk a little bit about the upcoming Saturday. Um, <laughs> no, no, guys, it's not, not a surprise. I mean, it's crazy. Now, last week, last week we couldn't get anybody to talk about last week's game. All anybody wanted to talk about was the Iron Bowl this week. I think some people, uh, you know, maybe they're starting to realize, oh, there's a ball game this Saturday after that catastrophe this past weekend. Yeah, that. I um, I spoke at Huntsville last night. My first statement was Auburn's got Alabama right where they want them. And by that I mean uh, mentally to physical, what three is to one. Uh, you know, Alabama people uh, – may think Auburn is going to be an easy, easy prey, and it may not be. I think Auburn, I think they can bounce back. I, I don't know what happened there. Well, I think I think what happened there was that you played a good team with a bad name. You'll never want to play a good team with a bad name. No, uh, no, you're right. And uh, they, they, they were, I don't think they were ready to play, but you got to give New Mexico State some credit. But um, I think I think Auburn plays Alabama better than people think. Well, they they sure had to play a lot better than they did this past week, or they're going to get completely run out of the stadium in the first half. But no, I agree with you, Wimp. I mean, the the most disappointing thing was, I mean, look, it's disappointing when you lose to a, a smaller school, but but that's not so unusual. I mean, 
We had yeah. people going, well, look, you know, Nick Saban lost to UAB when he was at LSU, lost to Louisiana Monroe. Uh, you, you've seen, you know, Jack, Jack State beats, uh, beats Florida. But the thing is, it's, it wasn't just a loss. It was, it was domination. I mean, Auburn, you're absolutely right. Auburn was flat. It was, uh, it didn't look like anybody was prepared. Coaches, players, uh, it was, it was sort of a listless crowd. Students weren't there. And the, uh, you know, the folks that were there in the stands were waiting for something to happen and it never did. You know, when it's 10 7 at the half, you still felt like, well, they're going to go in, they'll wake up, they'll come out and, and, and win. They get the ball first to start the second half. But then Auburn has to, Auburn has to punt the ball away after making another mistake or two. And, uh, when, when, uh, when, when New Mexico State converted that third and goal from the 17 for a wide open touchdown, that's when you went, um, hey, this, this didn't exactly turn it around the way we thought. And, um, I, I'm sure that they will play, they will play much harder. That was, that was the worst effort that I've seen all year. Hugh Freeze after the ball game, uh, he had just one, it wasn't really a sentence. He was, uh, Andy Bertram asked him, in the uh, uh, on the air and the radio post game report was just talking to him and, and Hugh all of a sudden just said it hurts it sucks it stinks it's sickening and yeah that's pretty much that's pretty much the way everybody felt about that uh, Barry I, I, I won't speak for Barry but I think we feel like I do that uh, it's taken on maybe a little bit of an edge off the home field advantage. Uh, for Auburn, uh, because the people in the back of their minds are saying, "Oh, but just a, in just a minute, we fix it to get blown out." That just a minute may never may never get there, but I think it's yep. taking a little bit of that edge off. Uh, it, based on what you know, would there be some? Would there be any staff changes in football at Auburn? Well, I mean, usually after a first year, uh, after a first year coaching staff, you're going to see some changes. I mean, there's been speculation about the offensive coordinator spot with. You know, if, if Hugh Freeze is going to call his own plays, if that's what he wants to do, then he doesn't really need another play caller. And he's got a guy in Kent Austin who's been with him for a long time. Remember Kent at uh, at Ole Miss uh, yeah. was a really good quarterback. He's he's been a head coach in the CFL. He's been an offensive coordinator on the collegiate and uh, professional level. So I mean, he's sort of used right hand man there offensively. So I would sort of expect that. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a there's another change or two. Now you know that um, most of those changes wouldn't come until at least after the first bunch signs in early December. Yeah, sure. Um, tell me a couple of areas where where maybe Auburn matches up well with Alabama. I know Auburn needs to run the football well. They have a good running game. We'll see how Peyton Thorne uh, does. But where are some areas maybe where they could, and they could maybe evenly match up with this team? That's a really good question, Barry. I don't know that I've got an answer there. I mean, you know, we were really, uh, last week we were thinking the way things were progressing, uh, you know, maybe, maybe Auburn with, uh, with some tempo and, and their running game, but, but New Mexico State shut the running game down. I don't know that Auburn really tried to run the ball that much. It was crazy when, when Jarquez Hunter only gets eight carries in a ball game. Uh, you're, you're wondering, I mean, what was, what was the plan going in? I know they wanted to be vanilla, but no, Auburn's going to have to be able to run the ball. They can't, they can't be in situations like they were this past week. They were third and 10, uh, or more on six of the seven possessions that they had in the ball game. So, I mean, they, they absolutely cannot do that. They've got to be successful on first down. 
Auburn had been uh, last week also snapped a streak of 19 consecutive games that they forced a turnover. Auburn did not force a turnover last week. They're going to have to, um, you know, they're, they're going to have to capitalize if there's any opportunity. I think their special teams uh, give them a chance. Auburn's got Auburn's got a couple of outstanding return men in Brian Batie and and uh, uh, Keontae Scott, and then um, and and then their their little freshman place kicker Alex McPherson still has yet to miss a kick um, this year. So that's those are the those are the only things I could think of, and I don't even know that they're advantages, but those are things that that they're going to have to uh, do well. Yeah. I, I think Barry uh, and, and both of you. I, I think that, that Nick Saban, uh, to some degree, low keys the game. I don't mean he. I don't. I don't mean he doesn't think it's important, but I think he's very careful not to. He made the statement, and I want both of you to answer this. He made the statement that whoever whoever played the best down there always wins. Who had played the best the day that they ran the touchdown back for a touchdown on the kick? I don't remember. Did Alabama yeah, play? Did Alabama play good that game? They did. They did. I mean, you had the ninety-nine yard touchdown pass. That's a game where, you know, I mean, everybody just remembers the last play. Yeah. But that was a heck of a ball game. Both teams yeah. back and forth. Yeah. It was one that you know, I mean, it. Auburn fans were hoping that it would go to overtime yeah. <laughs> when the yeah. field goal was being lined up for. Yeah. I mean, Auburn had had an advantage early on. Alabama had that that long touchdown pass, and Auburn came back with the um, with the touchdown where everybody was wondering where their linemen downfield. But I mean, it was it was a yeah. back and forth. It was probably yeah. one of the more even ball games and deserving of a finish, sort of like that. Yeah. So I, I think he's pretty much right. Of course. Um, I mean, Alabama is by far the more talented team. So if both teams play well, then Alabama should win. They should win. Well, he, he he doesn't really want his team to be fired up to play particularly. He wants them to right. play you well. Don't want to but, too much. I, I yeah, was, I was not, too, too I'm not comparing it to me, but I was the, completely the opposite. It was the biggest game of my life when I played him. Uh, and he does, and he does that much better than I did, tried to do on a, you know, basketball's a different scale. I understand. But, uh, uh, he he is uh, quite different, but you know many of the coaches, even Coach Bryant, you know, were into that game big time. Coach does a, I guess, a masterful job of getting his team to play hard without caring on about it. Uh, you you got to play well, but you got to play hard in order to play well. Well, I mean, there it, it's interesting because most coaches. I remember Coach Die talking about this, saying, yeah. you know, you can only be really super high, super ready, uh, three, four, if you're fortunate, five times a year. Nick Saban does an excellent job of trying to keep them as even keeled. Yeah. You know, go about your business, yeah. do things the same way, and that's been a problem. You know, that's been a problem for Hugh Freeze. You, you look at him through the years, he's won some games that people didn't think he had any chance of winning. Sure. But then he's sure. lost some games that people didn't think there was any way he'd lose. This is three straight years. That Hugh Freeze has lost a ball game that he's gone in as a three touchdown or more favorite, and the last two have both come to New Mexico State, and they've come by more than three touchdowns. So that's that's something that uh, that's got to change if uh, you know if you're going to be successful in the long term. Without a bunch of crazy mistakes, uh, how many points legitimately do you think realistically do you think Auburn can score on this Alabama defense? Uh, 
I'd be really surprised if they could make it, you know, if they could make it uh, past the, the mid twenties without, without some, some help from Alabama. I mean, Auburn would need to need to make a couple of big plays, have a breakdown or two, but, uh, uh, yeah, I don't see this. This Auburn team has not been a you know prolific scoring team anyway. So Auburn's got to keep it to a uh, you know somehow keep it to a fairly low scoring game. We were talking about this yesterday, Barry. You know when people say, "Well, Auburn played Georgia as tough as anybody has played," and, and they're right there with Ole Miss as well. That's back when Auburn was slowing things down, and that that was my. Uh, question. I didn't get a chance to ask you this. I asked him a question the other day, but we sort of ran out of time. And and uh, practice has closed this week for the first time all year. We weren't able to have a media window. You wonder what changes there are. I'd be surprised if they go back to that deliberate style. But then uh, I don't know. That's what worked against. That's what worked against Georgia. But uh, you know they they've really tried to speed things up. So. I just don't see speeding up. You know, would they consider playing Robbie Ashford, running the read option, Lou using his legs, trying to run the ball, get first downs, turn the clock, chew the clock up? They got to do something different. I think if they just play the way they've been playing with Peyton Thorne, they got no shot, uh, to be honest with you. But but I thought Robbie Ashford played well last year. He actually threw the ball pretty well here last year in Bryant-Denny Stadium. And he's got good legs. He can run. Can they utilize him in this game some way? Well, maybe. Um, you know, maybe that's why we haven't seen him. They've been saving him <laughs> just for this. I, I, I don't know, because we sure haven't seen much of Robbie for the last month. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a good question. But whatever they have, that's one thing we, we were talking about yesterday when we were trying to force people to take their minds off last week and look at this week. Yeah. Whatever Hugh Freeze has got up his sleeve, he better go ahead and go with it. I mean, there's no sense in holding anything back. Anything you think might work, you better go ahead and roll it out there this week. Yeah. Are we looking? Are we looking at a game where a ticket's hard to find, or uh, you can find them now? They, they're disgusted. Or, or I know it's Alabama Auburn. I got all that, but are we looking at a? Could we find some tickets? What, what's the deal there? Ticket? What, the, what, what, yeah, what do you think? What do you think the crowd was going to be? And will they give Auburn an a advantage? Well, I mean, Auburn will. Auburn will still have the, the home field advantage because a, a lot of students yeah. will be back. Honestly. But uh, I do think that there, I do think that there are more tickets available than than I can recall. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, um, in in uh, you know two years ago, um, I don't know that there was as much that folks were as down as as they as they appear to be now. I've seen more tickets for sale, and they appear to be reasonable. I mean, I've seen them for less than two hundred dollars, which for an Iron Bowl, that's uh, that's pretty darn cheap. So yeah, I expect to yeah. see a little more crimson in the fan in the stands than uh, than normal. Uh, I guess the, you know they'll come there ready to cheer, and if that if that game gets close, that place will get into a frenzy. And if Alabama starts beating them, they'll just go back to the tailgate. Uh, basically, about all they can do, right, Bill? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> I mean, um, it's it, it, it is it is an odd thing. I mean, it's it's uh, I don't know that I can ever recall as big a change in just the feeling around the game here on this end yeah, as I've seen just in the last week just because of this past Saturday. Now if they're if they're doing if they're doing the left leg playing rope a dope, whatever man, they did it to, they did it to perfection. But I don't think you wanna I don't think you want to get beat thirty one to ten when you're doing that. No. He's got a, a pile of 
prospects coming in. He's made that statement. Uh, I mean, he said this. A on plethora, Twitter. as a matter of yeah, fact. You yeah, even use I, I, I couldn't pronounce that word. <laughs> reason I didn't say it. Uh, <laughs> uh, that, that's a fact. So, um, you don't know, and I don't know either. How, how do you think they stand recruiting wise? And has this new staff done a done a good job recruiting? Yeah, I really do. I, I mean. Uh, they're they're probably ahead of where I thought they'd be this year because, you know, for the for the twenty four class, uh, they they've been recruited since they were freshmen and sophomores, and uh, Hugh and the staff have only been in here for less than a year, so they've caught up um, pretty well. But now they're trying to close things out, and that's that's probably been the biggest concern from everybody else is, you know, what does last week's loss and and what if Auburn loses um, decisively this week. But, you know, a lot of the kids, the kids don't seem to be as concerned with the score of a ball game as they are with the atmosphere, the playing time, and, uh, and, and, and just, uh, the, the opportunities that they have at a place. So it's, I, I surely am not going to say that it doesn't matter if Auburn just gets crushed this Saturday. It's going to have an effect on some prospects, but I think there's some of the other ones that regardless of the outcome, if they have a good time, uh, it, it's still. It's, I, I think it's still going to be a pretty good day for Auburn. Uh, yeah, recruiting. I would agree. Yeah. All right, uh, well, Bill, we appreciate it. Tell everybody where they can find you and catch all your information. Get your show down there. Yep, of course we're off tomorrow for Thanksgiving, but uh, we we're, we're we're back on. We're on again today and Friday, and you can check us uh, at ESPNAU.com or go to RadioAlabama.net. It's ESPN one zero six seven. And, uh, yeah, we'd, we'd uh, love for folks, love for you guys, anybody, uh, call in. We, we welcome everybody calling in and uh, joining us on the drive. Thank you, Bill. Have Thanks, a great Bill. Thanksgiving. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. All right. Uh, tell us something about Bob Prince and Prince, Glover and Hayes, before we get to break. Prince Glover and Hayes, outstanding attorneys, attorneys that know the law. They uh, can help you. If you have a, a so-called accident or somebody comes after you and causes injury, then certainly you need some advice. And Prince Glover and Hayes at 345-1234 can give you that advice and can help you get through the troubled times. Uh, once they visit with you, then they'll, they'll, uh, by telephone, just go by 701 Rice Mine Road, visit with them in person. Uh, they represent a lot of people and be very, very successful. Uh, hopefully you don't have this problem, but if you do, it's Prince Glover and Hayes, 345-1234. PrinceLaw.net is the website. And always remember, if they don't win, you don't pay. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks and traffic seems to be moving pretty well around the area. Now, of course, if you do see conditions folks need to hear about, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Townsend Nissan's year-end closeout is on now with discounts up to $10,000. No reasonable offer will be refused. Townsend Nissan, and I'm Captain Ray. Want to jump into any of the shows? Call Tide 100.9 right now at 205-342-9904. Well, somebody answer that damn phone. That's 205-342-9904. Well, 
welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. We want to thank Tuscaloosa Toyota. We talked to Justin at the beginning of the hour. Go to Toyota.com and look at all the inventory, the new inventory, used inventory right there on the website. All right, real quick, uh, Dad, we'll blow through these SEC games and we'll get you to uh, tell us where you went with the Blue Plate Special so okay. Noah can get that locked in. Uh, we talked about Missouri, Arkansas, the other game, that's on Friday. So you got the SEC on Thursday, SEC on Friday, and Saturday a full slate of games. Kentucky uh, will take on Louisville. Louisville's creeping up. Uh, I don't think they can get to the Final Four, but maybe if they knock off Kentucky and then go beat Florida State and some crazy things happen, I guess they're still in it. But Louisville, just a seven-point favorite in this particular game. Game's on ABC. Uh, you see Louisville taking care of business here. Kentucky fans right now are not happy with their coaching staff. Well, I I think so, but it, it's, a, it's a I don't think. I, you know, I just don't know how they played against ACC teams. They played they could play good in Atlantic Coast Conference. Can they come in there and, and uh, do the job against uh, Kentucky's run? So I kind of stayed away from it. But uh, if I were going to take it, I would probably have taken Louisville because I, I think Louisville is, is darn good. And the name, you know, when you think of the name Louisville in football, you don't think of it as much, but I think they're good. All right. That game is obviously in Louisville. Uh, uh, a coaching deal here, Texas A&M with no head coach, uh, goes to LSU. LSU's quarterback to me is the best player in college football. I think he should win the Heisman. He won't, but he should. Uh, the get line is 11 and a half, uh, there. Uh, do you look for LSU to cover that? I do. I do. And I, I, I stay away from it because I don't want what, what A&M is thinking. I, I don't think they're thinking real positive because they don't know what direction they're going. Maybe they do it. I don't know it. Uh, probably it's not a bad blue plate. I didn't take it, but, uh, it, it it's probably LSU is going pretty good, pretty much beat them more than 11 and a half. Um, the Iron Bowl, we'll, we'll give our predictions on that later. Vanderbilt, Tennessee. Vanderbilt's had a miserable year. Uh, the people now are a little bit down on Josh Heupel. They're three and four. They, uh, this, they bragged about this quarterback, Milton. He hadn't had a great year. Uh, the line is 27 in this particular game. Uh, two teams kind of with disappointing years, although, you know, Tennessee will go to a bowl. They can get eight wins here and even their record up in the SEC, but Vanderbilt will go winless in the league. No no contest here. It's just a matter of whether Tennessee covers, correct? Yeah, I just I just try to stay away from big numbers if I can, because you never know in big numbers, well, somebody, well, one team lets up, lets them score, saves their, saves their the people from getting hurt for the bowl games, you know, all that kind of I just kind of, and the game is shortened a little bit. I, I try to stay away from games where there's a big score, and that's a pretty big score. I'm, I'm sure they probably cover it now, but it, it's a pretty big score. Yeah. Uh, here's the game. You, for some reason, have a feeling Florida, uh, with their backup quarterback going against Florida State's backup quarterback, Florida. Uh, they're not bowl eligible. They're five and six. Uh, so they need this game if they want to go. Bowling, uh, Noah, uh, Florida State, uh, obviously still in the national championship final four hunt. The line is six and a half, uh, with Florida State. Why do you think Florida's going to win this game? 
I just think he'll get them, get them back. I think they've got a game that they could have won in Missouri, and they played well. I think they're playing better, although they're not winning. Uh, I think a little bit more of him getting mm-hmm. ready to play than most other people think. Uh, they had a, a tough year. Uh, you know, did beat Tennessee when Tennessee supposedly was really good. I just think, uh, and I, I don't know about the injured quarterback. I, that comes into play somewhat. But I, I just think that the robbery there and being in Gainesville, uh, things kind of a little bit confusing for, for Florida State, uh, that Florida wins. I, 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 I blue plays. I guess it didn't take it much, but that's what I thought. All right, then uh, you got Georgia, Georgia Tech. You're high on this Georgia Tech team. But, uh, <laughs> I wasn't high on them, but I thought not. No, I mean, you think the guy's doing a good job. So the line's 24, uh, Georgia. You know they're they're playing well. They got the Iron Bowl, uh, not the Iron Bowl, the SEC Championship next week. Uh, it's a pretty high line. Not a game if you're going to bet that I probably would stay away from that. Yeah, um, I think so. But uh, Kirby, he he wants to he wants to he wants to run them over. He wants to run over them. Yeah, he from what I can call that fan find out. He wants to he wants to be a nice guy that stomps them. Um, so I, I I don't like that. I, you know, you think that Georgia will score and score. score. Georgia hadn't won the line a whole lot this time. Yeah, so 24 is a big number there. And then, oh, my gosh, um, Clemson and South Carolina, guys, oh. you do not want this game at night. Uh, they will be so drunk in Columbia going into that game. That game, they got to be drinking all day. They'll drink. Uh, Thanksgiving, they're going to drink on Friday. They're going to drink all day on so I've never seen more obnoxious people than when you play a night game in Columbia, Clemson, South Carolina game. The line is seven. Uh, Dabo uh, got some criticism there since that. He's uh, kind of turned it around a little bit. They're seven and four. Um, South Carolina trying to get to a bowl. They're five and six. The place will be electric. I think the Gamecocks got a good quarterback there. Uh, any chance the Gamecocks knock off? How do you got a chance? It's going to be a hard game. Too hard for me to figure out. I think I'm correct in saying that that uh, South Carolina went to Clemson last year and beat them. They did. They did. So, based on that, that was that was just made that made the high school that made the head coach at South Carolina, you know, top dog. I, I I think probably Clemson beats them, but I I, I don't I'm scared of it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, we said all that to get to this. Uh, Noah, you got a drum roll over there. Yeah. Can we get a drum roll going for the blue plate special? Uh, the what is the special now? Is it eight and four? What are we? Where's our record eight on four. That? Eight and four. People want to. They want to say that they're trying to count week zero. We said that when we picked it. They wasn't counting. So that's where we got to the eight and four. Uh, record. Um, a lot of games to choose. All right, don't give us a drum roll, please. Let's give it. All right, uh, where are we going this week? People need, they need some criminal money. We need some holiday money so we cannot have a loser this week. So where are we going? Well, I've tried to study it as best I could and I'm, I'm thankful for the exhibition game at first loss of the exhibition game. Anyway, <laughs> eight to four, I think is, is, you compare it to some of the people I've listened to, it ain't bad. Yeah, you make Doug Bell, uh, boy, you're like a supermodel yeah, compared to won, Doug Bell. You won twice as much money as, as you lost. Well, you lost uh, the juice, but go ahead. Uh, 
at home Uh-oh. with a lot to play for and a good offense and I think a good defense. I pick Oklahoma. Uh, this morning when I turned it Oklahoma. on. Oklahoma? Against TCU. Okay. okay. This morning when I turned it on, it was nine and a half. As I turned it on a minute ago, I wanted to say that to you as I was fixing to do it. It changed to 10. Yep. So it has to be 10, I guess. Some yep. people may have, because, you know, some people bet my blue plate. Some people go the very opposite of what I think. So I just think that Oklahoma's got a high-powered offense. I think they're playing at home. I think they've done a good job with their team. They won some games. You know, they got beat, you know, one particular game, but. I just like Oklahoma in this game. All right, so they're going to go the Sooners yep. minus ten. Uh, the Sooners are currently nine and two, six and two in the Big Twelve. Uh, TCU five and six. They did lose to Colorado. So how good could they really be? And they're three and five. So take Oklahoma minus the ten. That's brought to you by Chuck Norwood and the Remax Realty Team. Uh, Go to chucknorwood.com. You're looking to purchase or sell down in the Gulf Shores, Orange Beach area. Chuck Norwood is the guy. He's sponsoring the Blue Plate Special. I think he was way off last week. Way, way, way. I don't know if he ever, he finally heard, heard the win. He said he was able to buy himself a new golf club. Yeah, he got him a new golf club. Uh, but, all right. Uh, so I'm going to, uh, just because they need Christmas money, Noah, I'm going to give them a salad plate and a dessert plate. So <laughs> my salad plate, uh, for the week. I'm going with Digger. I'm saying Texas uh, does not like oh, Texas yeah. Digger, Tech. Digger took care of that. Digger Jeez. says they don't like Texas Tech. They're leaving the big last Big 12 game. They want to leave the Big 12. They want to hammer them. Uh, so I'm saying take Texas minus a 12 and a half. Texas needs style points. And uh, Steve Sarkeesian does not like Texas Tech. There's been a lot of talk going on there, Noah. So I'm saying for your for your salad plate, take Texas. Now for your dessert to finish it off, take Alabama minus fourteen and a half. Alabama will beat the tar off of Auburn. I was down at Tiger Walk. I saw Peyton Thorne walking by. He looked like a little fraternity boy. He looks so small. Alabama will gobble that guy up. They better play Robbie Asher because they ain't got no chance with Peyton Thorne playing. So I'm saying for your dessert to finish it off, take the tide minus the 14 and a half. So do with all that what you wish. We did go 2-0 and uh, last week I said take the Georgia Bulldogs and they steamrolled, uh, Tennessee. Everybody was a little nervous after that first possession. All right. We'll take this break. You guys can call and let us know your thoughts. 205-342-9904. Then we'll get out of here and make way for the Gary Harris show. And that Gary is, uh, is big time. Gary will be the guest media at the Nick Saban show tonight. So Gary will be rubbing elbows with Miss Terry. And uh, Coach Saban tonight at Buffalo, I mean, not, at uh, Baumhauer's tonight. Well, that would be great. And you can hear it. Tell him all he knows. I'll take about when I, I'm gonna When I get out of the, sh- the show here, I'm going to drive by Baumhauer. There's yes. people lined up. I'm going to take a picture of it and show you all the people are already there to see Gary Harris. With well, Gary there, they're probably already wrapped around the building. Honestly. They don't think that's the last game, do you? 
What right. if that, Gary, you might be doing Coach Saban's last regular season game. Get some autographs, Gary. That thing, those autographs may be worth Take a lot a if he's not in town anymore after uh, the next few weeks. So Gary's got a great opportunity tonight. So. Oh, he's got a great opportunity. The last time the coach is going to be on yeah. the show and he's going to be there. Gary, that's what I'm telling you, Gary. They saved the best for last. You're the Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks and traffic seems to be moving pretty well around the area. Now, of course, if you do see conditions folks need to hear about, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Townsend Nissan's year-end closeout is on now with discounts up to $10,000. No reasonable offer will be refused. Townsend Nissan, and I'm Captain Ray. Go inside the Alabama Crimson Tide with the Gary Harris Show. Hey, everybody. The Wednesday edition of the Gary Harris Show is going to be cooking just in time for Thanksgiving. The coach, Ellis Johnson, will join us for SEC football analysis. Plus, we'll talk ball with Drudy Arman and your phone calls. All that coming up on the Wednesday edition of the Gary Harris Show. Catch the Gary Harris Show Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide100.9.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky becoming partially sunny today, noticeably cooler, the high 54. Clear tonight, the low 36. Tomorrow for Thanksgiving, partly to mostly sunny, the high 57. And Friday, a mix of sun and clouds with a high at 59. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 48 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the locker room with Wimpin Berry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Remember they beat Michigan. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Alabama One. Go to www.alabamaone.org. Uh, you're looking to get that vehicle loan. That's a great Christmas present, uh, Noah. You get the rates as low as 3.99%. Terms available up to 84 months. Get pre-approved before you go onto the dealership lot. They also have an Alabama One Auto Mall. Uh, Noah, is Turkey, Noah, is Turkey overrated? Uh, Thanksgiving Turkey. Uh, no. dry. You gotta have, it's gotta be dark meat. You gotta have a, something that turkey can turkey be ever. Gary says no. That is, I mean, no, is turkey overrated? I think maybe a little bit. Yeah, it's overrated. How about that? Turkey or ham? Do you have to have a ham both. for Thanksgiving? I like a little of both. Both, both ham. I don't like and the turkey. honey, like the honey crust on my ham, but uh, turkey, is turkey overrated? Maybe in some places it is, other places not. I think it's it, it maybe a little bit, maybe a little. Bit. All right, no. What's your favorite side dish? What's the go-to side dish uh, for for Thanksgiving for you? I always enjoy if anyone ever makes like macaroni, like macaroni and cheese. Um, yeah, uh, my mother-in-law makes this. I think it's pistachio salad. It's kind of marshmallows. It's it's pretty good there. But you gotta have some good. Uh, cream corn, uh, there. Uh, what, Dad, what's your side, your favorite side? Oh, dish? I don't know. I like onion rings. <laughs> onion rings? Yeah, I like, uh, fried green tomatoes. Onion rings for Thanksgiving? 
Fried green tomatoes. Fried green tomatoes. Uh, Noah, what's the go-to dessert? You gotta have this. Does it have to be, what is it? The go-to dessert, even though you're full, you're gonna have one piece of this. I think, I think a little pumpkin pie. Oh, pumpkin no. pie. Nah. Nah. Not pumpkin That's pie. That's like, uh, talking about, uh, what is that cake that you pumpkin put, pie. what is that cake that like you put, <laughs> that you put in the closet? What is that cake called? A fruit cake? Yeah. What's, what's your go-to dessert? That's something chocolate for you. Mississippi mud. Oh, it's chocolate, but I'll also take pecan pie. Do you, uh, you want to scoop ice cream on there? Oh, yeah. yeah, two scoops. All right, that's it. Uh, now we've got your appetite. That's you're ready. I got to go back up to Thompson. Uh, we're burning the roads up, going yeah. back and forth to I'll Thompson. Be up there. Uh, so go up there and somehow Thompson had yesterday off, and I have to play Thompson today. I don't really figure out how that worked, but anyway, we'll go up there and play Thompson at noon. Uh, that place. You ever been to Thompson High School? Good lands. That's like a university up there. Uh, if you guys look at those schools, that school up there, those facilities, oh my goodness, it's beautiful up there. That's it for today's show. You guys have a happy Thanksgiving. You got the blue plate special. Noah's going to get that tweeted out. I gave you a salad plate and a dessert plate. Do with those what you wish. All brought to you by Chuck Norwood and the Remax team there down in Orange Beach, Gulf Shores. The Gary Harris Show is next, so keep it locked in. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody.